Are you the parent of a competitive dancer or maybe a competitive dancer yourself? Do you often feel overwhelmed or curious about all the components of these competitive dance weekends and all it takes to be a dance parent? Well, we're here to guide you, commiserate with you, laugh with you about all the highs, lows, challenges, and successes of the dance comp season. Welcome to Two Dance Moms podcast. My name is Casey. Excited to be here today. A little bit about me. I am married to Dave. He's a firefighter and we have three kids. Our two oldest are teen boys and they grow up playing competitive basketball. And our youngest is our daughter and she is the dancer in the family. Uh, This is her fifth season on a competitive team. Uh, She did have one season off for COVID, which was pretty darn lame, but I know it was lame for everybody, but we really felt it. And uh, yeah, you know, with everybody's schedule, it's definitely full, but we're having a lot of fun just managing all of it and um, having, having a good time with all the kids and all their things. Hi, my name is Amira, and I am the proud mother of a sassy nine-year-old competitive dancer who's been dancing on a team for five years in Southern California. I like to tell her that she got all her moves from me, but in all honesty, aside from some cheerleading experience in elementary and middle school and a couple toddler ballet classes, I don't know anything about the dance world, or I didn't know anything about the dance world, and it was a whole new one for me. I also have a very competitive athletic son who is 11 and a husband that played Division I college sports. So that presents its own opportunity to learn and kind of compare with this crazy sport of competitive dance. Thanks for joining us. So welcome to episode one of A Dance Parent Podcast. Welcome. I'm really excited to be here with you um, and just talk about the life of a dance parent. Uh, I have a lot of really clear memories of my first year and not having any idea what was going on. <laughs> are they good memories? <laughs> Some, most are good. I mean, obviously we had a, we kept going. Um, but there was some, some good memories. There was definitely some, some lessons learned. And I remember like looking for resources for like, yes. like, I don't even know what is happening. Cause I'd been a basketball mom. Yeah. And so dance it's a big mom, shift. I had no idea what was going on and I wanted to learn. I wanted to have a better idea. I mean, I even like, I watched Dance Moms. I'd never watched it before because I was like, <laughs> something needs to teach source me. Source of wisdom. It was not a source of wisdom. Not a source of wisdom. This is definitely a source of drama. And, you know, gratefully, I can say that our team and our dance parents are nothing like that. We have great, great community, great families. Um, but like, I didn't know what was going on. And so uh, one day, uh, you know, five years later into being a more seasoned dance parent, I remember all of a sudden I just had this idea and I was like, man, I love talking with you Yes, and, often. and our, our little dance family about being a dance parent. I love, um, just all of it. And we talk a lot on our own, just about <laughs> everything in, in context to our daughters and their dancing. And, uh, I thought, man, this might be a cool thing to record because there might be other people that are at that year one or year two that are like I was where I didn't know anything and they're looking for resources. And um, yeah, then so I, I called Amira. Yes. And conveniently, uh, she was open to the idea. I'm obsessed with podcasts. I think podcasts are my new like Wikipedia. They are my answers where I 
turn to to find answers or even just get some salacious true crime stories (laughs) and get my fix. But I think the point or the hope of this podcast is that we can provide even just a sounding board um, or something you can relate to out there. Uh, Like Casey mentioned, maybe you're in your first, second year, your 10th year as a dance mom, or maybe you have a dancer that you think would be a great dance team member and wants to make the jump and we can sort of give you a window into what, what that life looks like. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, if you're if you're here for to learn about what a competitive dance team is like uh, or you're new and want more details or possibly you are a seasoned dance parent and you're looking to hear other people's stories of victories and fails, we got you covered. <laughs> There's definitely a lot of victories and a lot of fails. Something um, for everybody. Oh yeah. So how did you end up becoming a dance parent? Good question. I did not even know dance teams existed. My daughter started dancing when she was not even two years old at the YMCA taking some really cute little ballet classes and I could tell she just loved dancing. She loved moving to the music. She didn't always pay attention or do what she was supposed to, (laughs) but it made for some really cute photos and some really cute videos. Yes. Uh, And then she went on to a rec class at four years old at a studio in the area. And when she was four years old, she received a letter asking her to audition for a dance team. And I was like, what is this dance team? So I called the owner and got some information. It seemed like not a huge commitment. Boy, was I wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Mistake number one. If they give you a letter, watch out. Yeah. Make sure you know what you're getting into if you do receive a letter. But that, I think that seems to be a common practice Mm -hmm. with some studios as you receive a letter and they ask your daughter or son to come audition. So I asked my daughter if it was something she wanted to do and she was screaming yes. So we showed up and auditioned and she made it on the team. And so as young as four, she was learning some dance team dances. Back then there was only two, there was a hip hop and a jazz. And I could tell it was just such a click for her. Um, And this is now her fifth year on a dance team and she's nine. So. She's had some time. We did switch studios after the first year, and we can sort of discuss pros and cons and what to look for or what we looked for in studios later, but that was how I ended up a dance mom. Yeah, and I think what you look for in a studio changes as your dancer develops. You get to kind of see what their strength is and all of that. How did you become a dance mom? Ooh, I became a dance mom very similar. Uh, My dancer started dancing at the YMCA as a little one and, you know, just twirling around and looking cute and then uh, a couple different like community programs and whatnot and then we joined um, a studio that is where we are uh, today and at the studio same thing we were in one class uh, just like a level one ballet tap no it was a jazz jazz tap I think or just jazz I don't know but it was a level level one or level two class and she uh, got a letter at the end of the year inviting her to audition I asked my husband first and well they gave it to her so she had the letter in her hot little hand and came home and was like I want to audition for the team and I was (laughs) like how do you turn that down you don't that's sneaky of them (laughs) so they gave her the letter she came she came home spoke with my husband and he loves anything competitive at all like everything board games 
you know, sports, whatever. So he's like, and he's also just a big yes person. So he's like, yeah, let her try. Why not let her try? Like everything is like, give it a go. Why not? And um, so this is this is my first warning to anybody. Don't try if you're not really interested in doing it. Yeah, like it's a big commitment. It is a big commitment. And likely if they gave your kid a letter, it's not guaranteed that they're going to make the team. But they, they see something in your kid that they really think that they very likely could. Um so I would, I would be mindful of that when you get those letters. So she auditioned, and I had no idea what was happening, and that started us on our journey as a dance team family. And again, just like you, we're, we're in our fifth season, and it's been a lot of fun. So Amira, what can our listeners expect from the first season of the podcast? This season, we plan to talk about some issues and exciting topics that relate to all things dance parents. Uh, We wanted to tease some of those thoughts because we're pretty excited to share them. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. I think we're here in February. We're at the start of the season for our studio when we start to compete. So a lot of these are super relevant to us. So as we're discussing it here, we are also living it. Um, which is what we're doing this week because next week we will be competing in a competition. So we're all prepping our bags and we're getting everything ready. And so we wanted to kind of discuss a whole episode about prepping what we do start of the season, two weeks out, one week out, a few days out. We have some good pointers and feedback and I know Casey has a wonderful binder. I love my binder. Teaser alert. Teaser alert. Make a binder. (laughs) But we will also, we plan to discuss costumes. Um, There's catalog, there's custom, and then there's sort of an elevated catalog option. We have some special guests we plan to bring on. Oh, yes. To discuss some ideas. Um, We also have some hotel hacks that we've been working on, maybe some tips for getting a better price and a better room or even just making your life less stressful when you're planning about where you're going to stay for those competitions. So things like that. Um, We also want to hear if you guys have any interest about episodes. We want to know who is listening, but also what you guys want to hear about. Yeah, you can definitely be looking for, um, we're going to be putting out opportunities uh, for your opinion, uh, different polls and we want your feedback we want to know what other dance parents are interested in learning about and talking about and maybe you're in a different state than us and the way you guys do things is different we are really interested to hear that as well um also with the disclaimer we are we are dance parents so we are we are not studio owners we are not choreographers we are not judges we are not dancers ourselves, yes. although I like to drop a move when I can here or there, but I think it's important just for us to say that the podcast and our speaking is from our perspective as dance parents, but we do plan to bring dance uh, yeah. choreographers on, yeah. people uh, in different roles. owners, with, so for a different perspective. You might hear me saying my dances or Casey <laughs> we talking feel about connected her to training. My, no. <laughs> We are speaking about our dancers. We are. When we say this. We so. are we are Word support staff. <laughs> we are the support staff. We are financiers. <laughs> we are parents. Uh, I think one of the things that um, really motivates me with all the topics that we're going to be discussing is trying to increase the amount of joy 
that you have through the competition season and minimize the amount of stress. Um, competition season can be stressful. There are definitely moments where I have not budgeted enough time or money or I don't know. I did not pack food. enough food. <laughs> I did not like where I didn't plan well enough. And it created way more stress than it needed to be. And this is something that's supposed to be fun. Yeah. And I love it when I've planned well. And um, yeah, so that's that's one of my goals. It's my heart in this is talking about it, increasing the joy and minimizing the stress. Because it's fun. I think it's unique too. I will say, you know, you have two boys that are in competitive sports. I have, my son is in competitive sports. And I, I did sports growing up. I think it's unique in that um, it's the only sport that like there is such a dependency on your parent or your whoever is grandparent whoever is Especially helping your younger. dancer, right? They like it's it not just the own. hair and the makeup. It's also you're going to different cities to compete. They need to show up at certain call times and be around for certain. There's so much you can't just kind of drop and go with dancing. Maybe during the studio at the studios when they're training, but. In general, it is as much a parent sport as it is a kid sport. So I think because of that, that gives us a lot of opportunity to discuss that role. Absolutely. Because we are not actually the athletes ourselves, no. but we are but we play a role. the supporting roles. Yeah. Yes. And, and it does um, change the dynamic how we are participating, just like our kids. You know, we, we ask our kids to, um, to commit their time and their attention at a certain level when they are a competitive dancer. And we as the parent also are kind of bringing, you know, the same amount of um, kind investment, of focus and investment. In time, yeah. Absolutely. With, with my boys, um, starting with basketball, they really only played competitive basketball. They played club and then played high school and continued to play club. But with that, it was just so different. Like, and I was expecting dance season to be similar to basketball season where we would go to Anaheim uh, we're in Southern California and there's a lot of a lot of competitions um, for sports and for dance are right. located in Anaheim um, so we would go down to Anaheim for basketball and just drive down for the day like we'd drive down both my boys were on different teams because of their age they'd play their tournaments we'd be there for usually each of them had two games so it'd be like four games and then we'd drive home I never even considered sleeping over and with dance it's a whole nother beast what time is what time do you start that day (laughs) how late do your awards go the day before yes that's going to determine you're probably going to spend the whole weekend yes so there's a lot of things like from the parents perspective like having competitive athletes having competitive children that do other sports and then shifting to dance it's a different beast well that's it for our welcome episode of two dance moms podcast thank you so much for listening we hope you liked what you heard if you did please subscribe to the podcast you can also rate and review and please tell your friends your family your teammates your neighbors i don't know (laughs) our teachers personal (laughs) trainers and also, please follow us on Instagram at Two Dance Moms Podcast. Here you can also find polls and highlight reels where we discuss funny memes and all things dance and competitive dance. We also would love to get some more topic suggestions and feedback from you. So if you would like to email us, please do so at twodancemoms at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening.